You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 243. Right away, I want to introduce this month's theme. Meaningful Productivity. All right, so how do you feel when I shared that theme? What emotions come up for you? Are you excited or do you feel a little anxious? Are you ready for more tips and more tools? Or are you scared to see how you don't measure up? Do you feel more pressure to do better or overwhelmed? Well, over and over, I hear from you that you want to be more productive. You want to manage your time better. You need help uh, learning how to prioritize. You want to get more done in less time. So this month is for all of that, for sure. But today, I want to cover something that might seem a little counterproductive. And yes, that play on words was indeed intended. I'm going to talk about how in the search of productivity, of getting more done in less time, and being able to better plan and manage, manage our days, we also need to beware of a huge trap, meaningless productivity, and tying our worth to our productivity. And I'm going to talk about how detaching this very thing, our value from our productivity, can actually help us get better focused on what matters most, feel more fulfilled, and be more productive in meaningful ways. Are you confused? It's okay. I'm going to explain much more in this whole episode. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. Here you will get interviews and teachings that guide you towards meaningful growth and living the life you want without losing yourself in the process to perfectionism. Listen in to get lovingly pushed by our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. This is an especially exciting month for me because I get to tell you that we are now opening doors again to enroll in Podcast U. This is short for Podcast University. It's my online podcasting school that I run with my dear friend and business partner, Rachel Nilsson of the 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms podcast. If you or someone you know is a mom who wants to start a podcast or who already has one, but is desperate to grow it in a better way and to connect with more people, I want to direct you to Podcast You or invite you to direct that someone that you know. In Podcast You, we help busy moms start podcasts that last and grow their shows to reach more people. I'll tell you more all month about the individual courses we have. One is Podcasting 101 and another is Podcasting 201. And you can check those out by going to podcastyou.co, that's C-O at the end, But right now, I do want you to know that we are teaching two classes that are free and online on podcasting, and we are doing two sessions of each class to make sure people from different time zones can access the classes and replays will be available as well if you're not able to make it. One class is three things you must know to start a podcast, 
and the other is three ways to grow your podcast. Both Rachel and I will be on each of those classes, but one of us will be the primary teacher for those classes you're hearing about. Again, this is a free and no pressure way to learn from me and Rachel, to sample our teaching styles, and to get the boost and confidence you're looking for to get your podcast started and to grow the one you already have. You can go to podcastu.co to look over our courses once again, or you can sign up for our free classes by going to aboutprogress.com slash podcast classes. Again, for the free classes, go to aboutprogress.com slash podcast classes. Our doors for enrollment are going to close April 1st. The first episode of each month, I always share two segments. The first is the review of the prior month. So in February, this is the review I want to share with you. And this lovely person, I want you to make sure you direct message me or email me at hello at aboutprogress.com. And I will send you a beautiful canvas bag just for you. The reviewer's name is Meg Prelwitz, and the review says, I feel like I should pay to listen to Monica talk about each monthly topic. So good. The content, encouragement, next steps, and resources she gives away during each episode help me think critically and motivate me to keep moving forward in my own unique way. I'm grateful. Meg, I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Guys, you know, it's actually probably a 30 second to maybe three minute process to leave a review. Even a sentence counts. Go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and review. And each month I select one review and send a thank you canvas bag. This podcast truly cannot grow without you. And those rating and reviews, they help so much in doing that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Our next segment is Just Do Something. This is where I get to share with you my own progress on my do something list for 2020. If you want to see what my list is and how I'm making progress on that, you can go to aboutprogress.com slash do something 2020 and feel free to steal my ideas. I have an episode of Growth Spurt for you in January that tells you how to build your own. I have read a bunch of books this month, including Everything I Never Told You, Code Girls, which I so recommend, The Good Neighbor, which is about Fred Rogers. I again recommend that one. And Boundaries by Henry Cloud, which we did for our Do Something book club for the membership group. And The Bookshop on the Corner, which is the perfect book for me to read because it was light hearted. It was about books, a bookworm who moves to the Scottish countryside. So I highly recommend that as well. And that's all online for you on my site. Brad and I went on our first overnighter of the year. We went into San Francisco one night and we attended Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which was fantastic. Besides that, I haven't made a ton of progress. I'm just being honest with you. I did finally buy my ukulele and I tried to learn it, um, but that was just a day that wasn't great for my kids. And now I need to jump back on the horse. So that is what I'm going to keep my account- myself accountable for with you. I'm going to play my ukulele in March. That's what I'm going to work on as well as completing more of my master classes, which are it's like a subscription site online where you get to learn from people who are astronauts or maybe they are actresses or writers. You just learn from them and they're so, so cool. Something else I would love to do more of this this uh, this year is do trail running. So that's my two challenges for myself this week, or I guess three um, for this month. Play the ukulele, go on some trail runs and watch my master classes. Keep me accountable. All right, so let's dig into my deep thoughts on productivity and how to be more productive without being so obsessed with it that you lose yourself and your life in the process. So last 
spring, Rachel Nielsen and I um, went to Mama Spring Break, which is held by the Mama Ladder, and I highly recommend it. And while we were there, you know, any chance I could get, I was just working on things that I was preparing, um, which actually was Podcast You before we even knew that we were going to work on that together. And then it was my overhauled progress program. I was just trying to design and and use my time there really wisely. And she's, she's such a good friend, but she leaned over quite a few times and just said, wow, you get, you get so much done, Monica. And wow, you amaze me. Like you're just using every minute and you're the most productive person I know. And, you know, Rachel's saying that because A, she is an encouraging and really, really good friend. And two, I mean, she's noticing what we do as moms, like we use every second that we can get. And when you're like me and you have four kids and you're primarily a stay-at-home mom, you learn to use those, you know, very few minutes that you get to really push in the things that matter to you. And finally, this is just a natural push that I've always had to get more things done. So why I'm telling you this all is because I'm not trying to toot my own horn and say like, wow, look how amazing I am. I'm such a naturally productive person. No, actually, I want to tell you the truth, that this strength has a weakness on the other side of it. And what this is, is my tendency to hinge my value off of my outcomes and how productive I am. And in the process of seeking to be uber productive, I actually use lose sight of things that need to be prioritized more, and I lack the fulfillment that I could be having if I was better at prioritizing how I am spending my time and losing sight of what matters most. I have always been a doer. I am happiest when my days are full, and I'm doing a lot of things and having a lot of different interests in my mind and with my body. I've been this way since I was little. But you can only live off of that stress hormone for so long before you crash and burn. And when you are placing your worth and your value off of your productivity, your outcomes, then you are setting yourself up to never be satisfied. This can often, and in my own experience, lead to resentment. Resentment of other people getting in the way of your to-do list. Resentment of you having to redo things on your to-do list. Resentment of other things popping up that are also getting in the way of what you wanted to do that day. It can also lead to sadness and lack of fulfillment because you're rushing, rushing, rushing to constantly fit in more. You also tend to go into these swings of all or nothing as a result. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you three larger lessons I have learned to help me with this paradox of seeking for better productivity without leaning to this obsessiveness side where I'm only thinking about this end product at the end of the day of saying how many boxes I have checked off. And for those of you who are my opposite, don't worry. Like I said, this can get into the all or nothing swing. And I've been in the nothing swing as well when I feel paralyzed because I want to be so productive, I feel paralyzed to make progress. Or I find myself being productive, quote unquote, in ways that truly aren't because I am procrastinating something else. So if you're like feeling guilty here because you're like, man, Monica's trying to make me feel bad because I'm not productive like she is, I'm not saying that at all. And these tips will still apply to you because what this is going to help you do is be more productive with less time and in ways that really, really count. So let's go through these first steps, or I actually have three for you. Let me just list them off for you first. And guys, you know what? My voice is still so tired from being sick last month. So just forgive me. I feel like I'm fading fast, but let's let's 
chuck on through through this. Number one is to prioritize. Oh, I know you're so sad that I just said that first, but we're going to talk more about what that means. Two, prepare. And three, reflect. So let's start with the one that you're like, why, why are you telling me what I already know that I need to get better at prioritizing? So listen, when you are navigating your days like a chicken with its head cut off, you are spending more of your time reacting than intentionally taking action. You get more easily distracted this way by the low-hanging fruit in front of you of what needs to, you know, quote-unquote needs to be done right then, right there. You get distracted by, I don't know if you're like me, and you're all over the house, you're cleaning, and you get something done halfway, and then that thing, and you start that, and then you start the next, and the next, and before you know it, you've done like 20 circles around your house, and maybe you've gotten 5,000 steps in the process, but hey, everything's halfway done. Anyway, so you hit the, you you go after the low-hanging fruit. You go after the to-dos that can easily, so easily fill up 24 hours a day without amounting to real substance. Because that's the truth, right? Every single day, we have to leave things undone. It's impossible to get everything done each day. And not only that, this is a never-ending list. We will always have more that we could have done at the end of the day. So if you are like me and you often mistake your stacks of, hey, I did this as signs of how you measure up, like your innate your innate worth, then you will miss the things that matter most, both task-wise, like the tasks that really matter most that you should have prioritized, and with people, the relationships that matter with for you the most, your relationship to yourself, your relationship to your spirituality, to your higher power. Again, so when you are mistaking your stacks of I did this as signs of how you are measuring up, then you'll miss the things that really, really matter most. I'm going to give you a quick example of this. And this actually shows how I've made some progress in this area. While I was writing this introduction, I was just sitting down with my notebook and writing furiously. Um, I happened to be, don't judge me, <laughs> at, a, at a baptism that I had to step out with with a child. And so I was using that time to work on this. Um, and while I was doing that, that child that I stepped out with started tapping me on the shoulder. And I'm sure that you relate to the mom brain where you have ideas, you know you have to write them down right then or you will lose them. They will never come back. So I was trying to furiously write down my ideas where they were fresh. And I got these taps on my shoulder from this child saying, mom, how about we make a handshake? How about we do this? How about we do that? And yeah, this child, honestly, we were out there because they weren't behaving. (laughs) So I was already like, okay, um, I don't know if I should tag along with this. But in that moment, I had to think about, well, what what is my priority? Is it writing down these ideas, although that is a priority for me, or is it my higher priority of connecting with this child who really needs it right now? Um, Because that's the way I help this child improve their behavior is connection. Well, so this is showing my progress because, you know, in times past, I would have thought, I would have said, you know, I need to get this done first and then we can do that. But not this time. And I put it down. I put down these notes, which meant I had to really rack my brain a little bit later to finish them up. And we created our own special handshake. And I could not have taken that back, that moment, especially with this child and what they needed the most. Now, that's not to say I'm not guilty of choosing that other way I told you about, those low hanging fruits. I've chosen that so many times, which is what I'm telling you the weakness is as part of the strength of me wanting to be a, a, a doer and a go-getter. 
I've lost sight of the bigger priorities of connecting with my husband, with my kids, of prioritizing my physical and mental health and my spiritual health because emails need to be written and phone calls to insurance need to be made or the home needs to be cleaned in these in these deeper ways. I've been guilty of that. So when you prioritize, and by the way, you are going to hear this from every single guest that we have this month. I think of these on two levels. One is a greater life level. How can you prioritize greater Zoom out with your life, what really matters values-wise for you, who matters for you, what truly matters in the big life scheme of things. And the second level is the daily prioritizing, how you can look at your day and prioritize. These are the tasks that need to be done. If you are like me, (laughs) I keep saying that this whole episode, but I really hope I'm not the only person who is like this. When you are prioritizing, both with the greater life priorities and the daily priorities, it's easy to get lost in trying to value and decide what matters more than other things, because sometimes it seems like it all should matter, or your lists are miles long on both sides. Truly prioritizing means that you limit. You limit what those priorities are. Now, it's not to say that other things aren't good, and this is what I've learned, there's so much good out there. Okay, cleaning a house is a good thing. So is reading to your child. But some days you will have to prioritize one thing over the other. So making a priority list is learning to make trade-offs of good things that need to be made. Because when you prioritize everything, you are really prioritizing nothing. I've learned this the hard way, friends. So to help you learn more about your greater life priorities, I want to refer you to an episode I did where I talked about values. This is episode 199, the theme for September, it's Dare to Change. And I walk you through an exercise on the progress plan, which you can now access all the prior progress plans and the current ones. We have one for this month too, by signing up for our membership site, just a little aside for you. But the reason this matters, it helps you really zoom out because there are so many values out there and it's really hard to figure out what your particular values are. But this exercise will help you do just that. So that's a good resource for you. And if you are struggling both with those greater life um, values for your priorities and the day-to-day priorities, I would refer you to two other resources I have for you. One is the book Essentialism. I love that book by Greg McEwen or McCowan. I'm not quite sure how to say his last name. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. So if you have a little um, foot on the door for me, that would be great. Anyway, that book was so incredible to help me with that. And for the day-to-day, my monk manual, my day planner has helped me a lot as well. And you can still use the code um, about progress, all caps, one word to get 10% off. That's not a sponsorship sell. That's really what I love and use both of those things. So really what this comes down to is deciding what matters most to you, what carries the most weight in your day-to-day life task-wise to help uphold those priorities. Now, this month's progress plan will help we walk through that a little bit more as well to try to figure out what your greater life priorities are and to zoom in to figure out what your uh, day-to-day priorities really are and what your issues are with productivity as well. And again, you can access the, the progress plan by becoming a member to our special membership group that is now currently called the group that should not be named. All right, that was a long digression there, but let's talk about one other thing. Well, not one other thing, the next step to help you really work on intentional productivity, valuable productivity is number two, 
prepare. Now, this also helps you with your day-to-day priorities. I'm talking about planning. My clients with the Progress Program and the Progressor Plus level that follows, um, they have themselves come up with this a lot. And I'm just turning the page on my notes here. Please excuse me. They, they have seen this as a habit that they want and need to develop in their lives. And these are people who have struggled with planning a lot in the past. Now, if you've been with me for any bit of time, you will know that this is also not a strength of mine. For a long time, I did planning so intensely and obsessively. I was prioritizing everything and every minute of every day was accounted for. And it was so pressure filled, so overwhelming, so anxiety driven and fear related that it took the joy out of being productive for me. So I went for years without doing day planning again. And slowly over the past four years, I have began as I worked on my identity so much, it's trickled down to me also working on my habits such as day planning. And, you know, like I said, I use the monk manual as my day planner. But regardless of what you use, I want to challenge you to be like me and be a reformed planner and prioritize what truly matters in that day, what will carry the most weight in supporting your greater life priorities and even those days priorities. My planning sessions, I this is how I do it. Each night, I kneel down to say my prayers. And while I'm kneeling down, I pull my monk manual off from the desk that is next to my nightstand. And I take five minutes to reflect on my day. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment. And then to plan for the next day. And then I take another, uh, you know, probably three to five minutes to write in my journal. I'm going to talk about that in a moment as well. And then I get in bed and I read a fluffy magazine and something that makes me feel rewarded for getting in bed like a good girl, because, you know, that's another struggle of mine. The key for me to create this planning habit was to limit my time that I spent doing it and to limit how much I plan, meaning that I get way specific about what exactly matters the most that day. I don't plan every minute. I do my best as my planner helpfully directs me to do, but you can do on your own too, to really prioritize only three things a day. And then I have a small list of other, you know, to do's that I can get to that help support that or just other things I need to do that day. This needs to be simplified. If you have struggled with planning in the past, I want you to find more clarity and 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 decide better how you are spending your time with more intention. So you're spending less time reacting and spending way more time acting. And in the process, I want you to simplify how you plan. And that's my challenge for you. So when I say plan, I'm saying my challenge for you is to simplify how you are planning so that you actually do it in a habitual way, a way that you don't have to think about. Now, I still have room to grow in this area. Um, it's something that I want to be better about checking my planner throughout the day and checking up on it. And that's ne- the next habit that I'm now working on with planning. But even if you're not there, just think about how can I write on a piece of paper or a notepad or on a planner I get somewhere, wherever it might be, and make sure that I am planning ahead of time what needs to be prioritized so I'm intentionally um, acting instead of reacting. The third step to really having valuable and meaningful productivity is to reflect. So when I said earlier that the danger in hinging our worth off of our productivity is that we can't place our values on an outcome, I am not saying that outcomes do not matter. Outcomes do matter. How things go 
matter, not only emotionally and in our life, like uh, we might feel disappointed over something and how we didn't do something, or we might feel really happy and fulfilled by that. So outcomes do matter, but not in the way that we are, we might be currently doing it, where we are placing our worth on the outcomes. So how can we still make sure outcomes matter, but not in the way we, where our value is placed on them? I want you to look at the outcomes to the things that you do as instructive and to have let those outcomes teach you what you need to work on more or how why that went well. Look at your outcomes more as instructive rather than as measurements of your value. I was listening to an episode by Brooke Snow, but um, her episode or her podcast is called the Brooke Snow Podcast. I highly recommend it. And one of them is about um, failure. And I think the title is It's All Just Data or something like that. But she and I are in the same coaching program and they refer to that there about how to look to our outcomes as data, data for what's just like a scientist getting experimental with your days and your time and how you're doing things. And instead of shaming yourself about them or making them mean more than they should about you, you're just looking at at this as instructive data to what you can do differently. So what I want you to do is get in the habit of reflecting, not only reflecting on what didn't go so well, but reflecting on what did go well. That's something that you can do in a journal or as part of your planner. Mine's in my planner and I do my journal as well. So the monk manual has a spot to reflect and it's I, I like it because it's so short. So it doesn't overwhelm me to reflect. But again, that just goes back to however you make this work for you, make it simple. Just really think about how did I do well today? What ways did I perform? And, and, and that includes in what ways did I choose the higher priority rather than the low hanging fruit? And good job to me. I, I put aside this to do for this greater thing. I didn't get this thing done because I chose to do this thing that mattered even more. But also to reflect on, you know what, this needs to be better next time. And I'd like to make this shift. Simplify it. Make it not mean anything about you. This is not a shame process. This is all about instructive. What can this day teach me? It can take another three to five minutes. That's it. So let's review those three steps for you. We want you to prioritize, plan, and reflect. This month's progress plan helps you walk through, again, why you might be struggling with productivity right now. We dig into that a little bit more in the in the monthly plan. And then it will help you think about these three areas and how you can make this a doable way for you to take these practices into your life in the near future. And then that, and then in a way that you can then build off of them to, um, in time, master these habits and then make them more elaborate in ways that are going to help you and serve you better. My last note on productivity for this episode that I want to give to you is this gentle reminder. No day will be met perfectly. You will never cross off every single to-do on your list and and go to bed thinking, there's nothing left I needed to do today. It all got done. And if that ever happens, maybe that's a once in a lifetime experience. I'm not sure. And sometimes I feel like if that did happen, I probably was losing sight of greater priorities. Like if I got all my to-do list done, maybe I wasn't actually paying attention to the bigger, more important things in the process. You're not going to have a day where you manage all of this perfectly. You, I I know this is going to be ironic, but given our topic for the month, but you, you're more than your productivity. You are more than what you got done that day. You are more than the to-do list checked off. You're so much more. 
I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you needed to grow. If you want to access this month's progress plan, join us by going to aboutprogress.com slash membership and join the membership site. We've been having so much fun. We did our first book club last week on boundaries by Henry Cloud, and it was amazing. And we were all kind of like, whoa, that went really well. And I didn't think that was going to be so fun and instructive, but it was. And so we're going to keep going. This month, we are actually going to read Atomic Habits by James Clear. And we would love to have you. We also have daily inspiration there. We have a month-long challenge going on each month. It's so, so wonderful. And I have surprised myself by how much I've been enjoying it myself. So go to aboutprogress.com slash membership to sign up for our membership group. And by the way, we're going to be naming it soon. So I'd love your input. And finally, our Go Get Our Newsletter. Are you on that? This is where I send you a weekly We Got This email. So you hear more about what's going on in my own life. And, you know, it's kind of like deep thoughts by Monica or just something that's on my mind or something that's funny. Um, I just share it exclusively there. We'd love you to be a part of the Go Getter newsletter by going to aboutprogress.com slash go getter. That's it for this week's episode and our introduction to the theme this month. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on productivity and to dive deep with our amazing guests that we have on board. We are going to have Stephen Lawson from the Monk Manual, and he is just there to talk about productivity, not about his product, although that does come up a little bit, but he really is a productivity expert, and I personally asked him to be on the show. Then we're going to hear from Siri Payne about how to know when you've done enough in a day. And finally, Sabrina Runbeck who is going to help us get more done out of less time by learning how to let go of certain things. And yes, that is prioritizing. My friends, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. Again, the show cannot grow without you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'll leave you here. Keep growing and remember life is about progress, not perfection. Perfection.